It's no mystery that our boys love fighting and adventure. They are drawn to TV shows and movies that involve blood, bombs, and battles. In their play, someone is always getting killed or blown up. Our boys thrive on fighting evil and taking risks. In our episode today, we are going to find out why God created our boys in this way. Welcome to episode 19 of Redeeming the Chaos with Laurie Christine. Hey mama, does your life feel a bit chaotic right now? Do you feel overwhelmed by the weight of responsibility to raise those little boys God has given you? Do you want to raise strong, courageous young men who are fully committed to following Jesus? In all the chaos of raising boys, we recognize that Christ is the only one who can redeem the chaos in our world, our homes, and even our own hearts. I know that I can't do this alone. I desperately need God to give me strength every step of this journey. But guess what? I also need you. We boy moms gotta stick together, right? I would love for you to join me on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising courageous boys and connecting their hearts to Christ. In the last episode of Redeeming the Chaos, we were taking a look at the book Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. We learned that our boys were created to uniquely reflect God's image in their masculinity. We learned that God created our boys to be wild and dangerous, and we learned that God created boys with the desire to fight battles and live for adventure. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back and listen to episode 18. Today, we're going to look a little deeper into these two desires, an adventure to live and a battle to fight. First, let's take a closer look at our boys' desire for adventure. John Eldridge says that our boys so often hear the word don't in their young lives. Don't climb on that. Don't break anything. Don't be so aggressive. Don't be so noisy. Don't be so messy. Don't take such crazy risks. But God's design, Eldridge states, which he placed in boys as the picture of himself, is a resounding yes. Be fierce. Be wild. Be passionate. Moms. When our boys are being loud, aggressive, and passionate, remember that they are reflecting God's character. How can we allow our kids to take reasonable risks in their lives? How can we say yes more than we say no? Am I willing to release some of my control and allow my boys to be wild and dangerous? Our boys are just not happy unless they are pursuing adventure and taking risks. I'm sure you can tell me countless stories of your boys living on the edge, perhaps quite literally. All of my boys have been climbers from the time they were able to crawl. And pretty much every time we go to a playground or a park, a worried mother or grandmother comes running over to me, points to the top of a large tree or rock or swing set and asks in a terrified voice, are those your boys way up there? To which I always laugh and nod and reply, oh yes, they are just fine. (laughs) John Eldridge recounts a time when he found one of his boys with a rope tied out his second floor bedroom window preparing to rappel down the side of the house. He says, the recipe for fun is pretty simple when you're raising boys. Add to any activity an element of danger, stir in a little exploration, add a dash of destruction, and you've got yourself a winner. 
We talked in the last episode about how our life as Christians is all about taking risks, about stepping into the unknown with God and trusting that he is good. That's what living by faith is all about. Living by faith always involves an element of risk. Eldred says that God created the world in such a way that it only works when we embrace risk as the theme of our lives, which is to say, only when we live by faith. So when we allow our boys to take calculated risks in their lives, when we allow them to try and fail and start again, when we encourage them to pursue adventure in their lives, we are preparing them to step out into a life of faith in God that will follow them into adulthood. Eldridge quotes Oswald Chambers in his devotional, My Utmost for His Highest. Certainty is the mark of the common sense life. Gracious uncertainty is the mark of spiritual life. To be certain of God means that we are uncertain in all our ways. We do not know what a day may bring forth. This is generally said with a sigh of sadness. It should rather be an expression of breathless expectation. But I have often wondered about something. If what Eldridge and Chambers says is true, then a life lived by faith in God is the epitome of adventure. Our boys long for adventure, yet they often seem disinterested in the Bible or in getting to know God. I wonder, are we portraying the character of God to our sons in a way that reveals the dangerous and adventurous aspects of God's character? Or do our boys see him simply as a rule enforcer, someone who just wants to kill all their fun? I don't doubt that if our boys truly understood the heart of God and how they reflect his image, they might be more passionate about getting to know him. As moms, we also have an adventure to live right alongside our boys. We have to step out in faith every day, putting our sons in God's hands and trusting that he is working to transform their hearts, trusting that he is working to redeem the chaos. Especially as our boys get older and more independent from us, it will be a daily act of letting go and surrendering them into God's hands. Now, just in case you are wondering with all this talk of risk and danger, Eldridge says he is not suggesting that the Christian life is chaotic or that a real man is flagrantly irresponsible. A real man doesn't abandon responsibility for his work or the welfare of his family. Eldridge is simply emphasizing the importance of teaching our boys not to live in fear, not to wait for a guarantee of success before making a commitment. He says the only way to live in this adventure with all this danger and unpredictability and immensely high stakes is an ongoing, intimate relationship with God. And so, mamas, I truly believe that one of the best ways we can prepare our boys to become men, to step out in faith and follow God into the adventure of a lifetime, is to ground them in the word of God and to model for them what an intimate relationship with God looks like. So now let's talk about our boy's desire for a battle to fight. We talked last time about how God is a warrior and our boys reflect his character in their desires to fight battles. Eldred says that capes and swords, camouflage, bandanas, and six shooters, these are the uniforms of boyhood. Little boys yearn to know they are powerful. They are dangerous. They are someone to be reckoned with. If you do not supply a boy with weapons, he will make them from whatever materials are at hand. 
I am sure all of you boy moms listening can relate to this. I know for my boys, any game they play involves some aspect of fighting the bad guys. We are very blessed to live in a neighborhood with a lot of boys. Between our house and the three houses adjacent to us, there is a combined total of 10 boys between the ages of 4 and 14. And they all play together, the little ones following the big ones around. From building forts to making weapons out of duct tape and PVC pipe to playing with army guys or battling with lightsabers and even digging an ammunition bunker in the backyard, I know that our family will be well protected from any evil that may befall our neighborhood. When my boys were a little younger, they loved playing house or family. Um, There was always a mom and a dad and a baby and, of course, the bad guy. Most of their house playing involved defending the house against the bad guys. I remember playing house with my youngest son last fall. We were playing outside in the leaves, and I was creating all these cute little rooms and hallways out of leaf piles. All the while, he was busy building booby traps all around the yard to protect whoever tried to get into our house. Eldridge says that when our boys play at fighting and battles, they are actually rehearsing their part in a much bigger story. My boys are fascinated by weapons, battle scenes, building bombs, and blowing things up. As moms, it may be tempting to be concerned about such interests, but unless it becomes a morbid obsession, try to look at it as God preparing your son to fight alongside him in the battle against evil in this world. So, I have to share with you guys a personal story about the mind of little boys. I got a phone call a while back from the principal at my boys' school. Not usually a good sign. The principal reported that the music teacher was very concerned about an assignment that my son had turned in on his iPad. The assignment was to come up with a superhero name and a superhero power. What a great assignment for an eight-year-old little boy. My son's superhero name that he came up with was the Disintegrator, and his special power was being able to blow things up with his mind. My first reaction was, wow, cool, that's so creative of him to come up with that. However, the third part of the assignment from the teacher was to answer the question, what do you want to do at school this year in music class? Naturally, thinking the question was related to the previous part of the assignment, my son's response was, I'm going to blow up the school. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine the principal at your son's school calling to tell you that your son announced he was going to blow up the school? I was absolutely mortified. Thankfully, the principal was quite gracious. Having three boys of her own, she understood how the mind of a little boy works. And she sat down with my son and helped him to understand why his response might not have been the best choice. And she also explained to the music teacher that maybe she should revamp her assignment for the next time and not include both of those questions in the same assignment. And she assured me that all was just fine. And now we have a funny story to tell to the grandkids someday. So let's examine this desire to fight a battle a little more closely. Why does a man long for a battle to fight? Eldridge asks. Because when we enter the story in Genesis, we step into a world at war. The battle lines have already been drawn. Somewhere back before Eden, there was a rebellion. 
Lucifer, the prince of angels, rebelled against the Trinity. He tried to take the throne of heaven by force, assisted by one-third of the angelic army. They failed and were hurled from the presence of the Trinity, but they were not destroyed, and the battle is not over. God now has an enemy, and so do we. God invites boys and men, and all of us really, to join him in the battle for God's glory, the battle against evil, the battle for our very souls. God is calling all men and boys to join him in the great battle against the enemy. God made our boys for a purpose, and he gave them a mission to join him in fighting against his enemy, the devil, and his influence in the world. 1 Peter 5, 8, and 9 warns us to be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. The book of Revelation describes the enemy as a dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil and Satan. So what does this look like? How do we teach our boys to fight this dragon who is the devil? How do we teach them to recognize his schemes? When bank tellers are trained to recognize counterfeit money, they don't waste their time studying the fake stuff. They study the real thing. The more we guide our boys to know Jesus, the better they will be able to recognize the lies of the devil. But here is the good news. God doesn't merely ask our boys to join him in battle and then leave them to their own devices. He has provided them with armor with which to fight off the schemes of the devil. He has promised that he will fight for them and he will go with them and never leave them. The Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. He tries to convince us that God doesn't love us and that God isn't for us. He ultimately tries to attack our identity in Christ. Eldridge says that the big lie in the church today is that you are nothing more than a sinner saved by grace. But you are a lot more than that. You are a new creation in Christ. One of the most important things we can do for our boys is to teach them who they are in Christ. In Christ, they are loved, forgiven, and redeemed. In Christ, they are bold, strong, and courageous. Now, this isn't to say that we downplay the significance of sin. It is important for our boys to understand the gravity of sin and how our sin separates us from God. But once they have received Christ's gift of salvation, God gives them a new heart a heart that is good and not a slave to sin anymore. Mamas, my challenge for you today is to tell your boys that they are strong and dangerous and courageous. They are mighty warriors that Christ has called to join him in battle. Let's equip our boys to fight the dragon. Let's close in prayer. Lord, you are the God of angel armies. You are a warrior Thank you for giving my boys the desire for an adventure to live and a battle to fight. Thank you that you have called my boys to fight alongside you in the great battle against the evil dragon. I pray that you would give them a passionate desire to know you and your word. Help them to recognize the lies and schemes of the evil one. Please help them to remember that you are always with them and you will never leave them or abandon them. Amen. Real quick, Mama, before you go, do you know any other moms who are feeling overwhelmed by the daunting task of raising courageous boys? Would you share a link to this podcast episode with them?
Also, I would love to invite you to join me in our new Facebook group. It is called Raising Courageous Boys. And it's a place for Christian moms to connect and encourage each other on this wild, wonderful, chaotic adventure of raising boys. I have a link to the group in the show notes, or you can go to redeemingthechaos.com. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 18 of Redeeming the Chaos with Laurie Christine. If you would like to read a blog version of this episode or download free resources that will help you raise courageous boys, go to redeemingthechaos.com.